Hello, all you cinephiles, cinefreaks, and cinemaniacs. It's time for another episode of Cinema Smackdown Season 3, Menage a Trois. My name is Michael, and with me, as always, is Greg and Tyler. Hello. What's up? The three of us are obsessed with movies. We are so obsessed, we continued this podcast about it. We take two similar movies and pit them against each other in a fight for ultimate glory. The three of us will comb through every aspect of these movies to finally answer the ultimate double feature question, which one's better? And today we have the hilarious battle of the mockumentary. It's a small town community theater versus a prestigious national competition. Show stopping numbers versus obsessed dog owners. Corky the director versus Winky the terrier. That's right, folks. It's waiting for Guffman versus Best in Show. Like that's a Zoom thing, Zoom kids. Yeah, yeah. Where am I? Where am I? Hey, that's a Missouri reference. That's Missouri. a Missouri reference. That's St. Louis. Ooh. We're already on. We're talking about these movies basically because we're talking about the setting of one of them. Yeah, <laughs> good old Missouri. We, we can't wait to get into it. I mean, spoiler alert: Waiting for Guffman takes place in Missouri. Hey, Greg, I'd like to know a little bit first about the bracket. Oh uh, yes. So. Here's the deal. We've had two winners so far this season. We had Aliens mm-hmm. win, and we had Moana win Ooh. in the previous two episodes. That will be joined by this week's winner, and then uh, I believe five other winners after that. Yeah, it sounds right. To have a bracket of eight ultimate champions to face off one against one, two against two, three against three, to finally have the ultimate winner of this season of Cinema Smackdown. Season three. So we have two winners already from episode one and two. This is episode three. We're going to get winner three for you. Yep. Best in show versus Waiting for Guffman. Here we go. Waiting for Guffman and best in show. Waiting for Guffman and best in show. You You know, had to I say had, it, I had didn't to. You? I had to join in. You know what? I have to know what the synopsis for both of these movies. What are these movies about? The well, synopsis. You know, you know, guys. I think I have synopsises. Let's hear them. Uh, I'm going to start with Waiting for Guffman. Okay. An aspiring director and the marginally talented amateur cast of a hokey small town Missouri musical production go overboard when they learn that someone from Broadway. Will be in attendance. <laughs> Marginally I talented. I love that it says marge and hokey. If Those anyone ever said ridiculous. that about us, I'd be sad. I'd, I'd probably be cry. sad. They're I'd probably, probably saying it on our social media. <laughs> we wouldn't have right been. Now. We wouldn't have been sent to theater school. Go, go if we to our were reviews on Apple Podcasts. It says marginally talented. Yes, the marginally talented <laughs> podcast, Cinema Smackdown. The marginally talented Adele Tassim. <laughs> Great reference. Uh, the next movie, Best in Show, is about a behind-the-scenes look into the highly competitive and cutthroat world of dog shows through the eyes of a group of ruthless dog owners. <laughs> yeah. Some more great adjectives, both Ruth- of them. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Whoever wrote those synopsis, pay them. They are ruthless. ruthless. 
They are. There's some mean, nasty people. <laughs> there are, really. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew that dog owners could be so mean? All of us. Yeah, if I, you've ever I been think, to a dog park. <laughs> I think everyone knows that dog owners can be mean. Now that we know about these movies... I want to know who's in them. You want to know who's, who's in, in them? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you who's in them. And some of these people who's in them also made them. Ooh, Ooh. That was almost a sentence. It was almost grammatically correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so both of these movies, you're kind of going to get a twofer with both of these. Because Ooh, you know I love it's twofers. pretty much the exact same people involved in both of these movies. So both Waiting for Guffman and Best in Show are directed by Christopher Guest. Ah. Beep, 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 beep. Both of these movies are written by Christopher Guest and Eugene Levy. Both of these movies are starring Christopher Guest, Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, Fred Willard, Parker Posey, Bob Balaban, Michael Hitchcock, Larry Miller, Linda Cash, Don Lake, and Louis Arquette. Wow. Now, here's where things get interesting. This is where things diverge a little bit Uh because... There's one big name that is only in Waiting for Guffman and not in Best in Show, and that's Mr. David Cross. Oh, yeah. Oh. He's in this movie. He's the alien dude. Yeah, <laughs> the UFO expert. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is where things get even more interesting because in Best in Show, we lose a David Cross. Oh, but shit. while we trade in a David Cross, we gain a Jennifer Coolidge, Jane Lynch, Michael McKeon, John Michael Higgins, Ed Begley Jr. and Jim Piddock. Wow. That sounds like a good trade That's off. a card trade that I'm willing to take. I'm, I'm willing to yeah, do that, that is a, I think Best in Show may have won that trade right there. Yeah. 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 I love Jennifer Coolidge. I love her, too. <laughs> Likewise, I'm sure. Oh, my God. We yeah. have her on the pot. Jen, what's going Hi. on? <laughs> I'm really hungry. Someone told me there was going to be snacks. That is... <laughs> A shockingly good, good That's impression. That's pretty good, Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Seriously, where's the snacks? <laughs> well, Jennifer Coolidge, can you uh, tell us some fun facts yeah. about these movies? In Jennifer Coolidge's yeah, voice. Yeah, and you've got to keep it up the of whole course. time. <laughs> I was in this movie, so I know a little bit about it. In Best in Show, Jennifer Coolidge, I mean, I modeled my character in Best of Show on a former employer. She was a real bitch <laughs> when she first arrived oh, when i first arrived in los angeles i was employed by a babysitter she was very feminine very phony and a sexy woman <laughs> okay i'm done um so jennifer coolidge's character was a kind of revenge on that woman who, oh yeah who was her babysitter uh who had hired her as a babysitter when she first moved to los angeles that's fun that's, that's great fun. i love it and that's I can... what's fun about improv seeing someone in the real world and then being like that person's weird or annoying or frustrates me and then taking that and putting it into a creating character. an entire hilarious character and la is filled with characters Ooh, like that. yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely. So in Best in Show, Fred Willard was directed not to learn anything about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes sense. <laughs> On the other hand, his co-host Jim Piddock 
was instructed to learn a lot about dogs to appear knowledgeable. So he had all the knowledge. And then Fred Willard was like basically the dumb idiot. He was just there in, to observe what was in front of him. So, so amazing. It works so well. Yes. I mean, you could see that on screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, the outline was 16 pages long for Best in Show. Wow. Just mm. 16 pages. That's it. Wow. Everything else was improvised. There were 60 hours of footage shot for Best in Show. And it took Christopher Guest eight months to edit it all down to 89 minutes that's insane so the most fun part about this fact is that a lot of the used takes were the first takes oh wow yeah because it's probably the most yeah. like organic yeah. it's like yeah. when you take a selfie and you take one and it looks good but you're like let me see if i can get a better one and, and then you keep never doing is. it yeah you always choose the yeah, first it's one always the first one see that's called relatable content <laughs> or like if we were to re-record this podcast and try to make it better but it would still be even worse than what we're doing right now <laughs> yes um yeah yeah definitely first takes the best take first takes the best take that's what i always say you so, do always say always that. every single sentence is that one yeah <laughs> now i'm gonna hit you with some waiting for guffman facts hit us okay I'm ow wait i'm waiting my face <laughs> the waiting for guffman outline was also 16 pages wow long. he loves that number 16 yeah, a good amount of pages <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a, that's that's as far as i'm willing to go yeah, hell I can't yeah. read it's honestly maybe too much <laughs> greg stops being able to read yeah. the, all the books i read i just read the first two, all he reads pages. are airplane <laughs> Playing pamphlets. Uh-huh. I love to be uh, alive in the time of catalogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, if I read one more back of an M&M's bag. <laughs> um, okay, so 16 pages long. There were uh, some elements changed throughout the process, though. Blaine, the town in Missouri where mm -hmm. this takes place, mm. was originally in Kansas, and oh. Corky owned a store called Over the Rainbow. <laughs> okay, and so in the original outline, the cast never made it to the show, and instead a tornado came and destroyed the theater. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't think I, yeah, I, would, I love the, that the show's actually presented Me in the too. movie. Yeah, that, had to be that at the show. would have been a letdown to see all these rehearsals for a show that we never end up seeing. We never get yeah, to see. Yeah, almost as big as a letdown of them waiting for Guffman. Yeah, right? Uh, oh, it's like trolling the audience uh, with the old title of the oh movie. Oh, God. <laughs> But there, I, I will say that there are tornadoes. <laughs> there are tornadoes in Missouri. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that. It's like that I remember happen. when we went to college the first time I ever heard a tornado siren oh, go wow. off. I was scared. What did it sound like? That's pretty accurate. That's pretty, I mean, I was raised in Ohio, like. so we we had those sirens every. It was Wednesday. scary. I was like, the world's over. In yeah. Texas, they're like, figure it out. They're like, yeah, there's no sirens. We yeah. don't get bunkers. It's just size. They're just yeah. like. Hurricane time. Well, you guys get hurricanes, right? Hurricanes. I don't even know. Tornadoes. We got distracted. I have two more facts. Oh, hit us. Okay, Christopher Guest cast Parker Posey after a 10-minute conversation. That's it? She had never done improv before, but Guest said, I met her, and about 10 minutes in, I thought, definitely. That's how I got cast in Ant-Man 4. Ah! What? <laughs> Spoiler. You're Spoiler. an Ant-Man. Wait. I, yeah, the fourth one. What happened to Ant-Man 3? Uh, it's still happening at some point. We're going to skip that one, <laughs> though, and move on to four. It's like a scam. <laughs> it's a scam of lama ding -dong. No, I swear it's ten real. Minute, we've been talking for more than 10 minutes. Can I get cast in something hilarious now? Is this a good audition? Sorry, for just, the Dark World. <laughs> I just oh, cast <laughs> Parker Posey. Oh, yeah. You oh, do have a similar energy. better than me. Um, <laughs> the only scripted part... 
of Waiting for Guffman is the musical Red, White, and Blaine, which was <laughs> composed by Christopher Guest, Michael McKean, and Harry Shearer. And those three are the stars of Spinal Tap. <gasps> and, and are a trio in A Mighty Wind. Yes. And they're funny guys. <laughs> Had to make a fart joke. Had to make a mighty wind noise. Um, except it was kind of not mighty. It was more. That was a. It slipped out. A pathetic wind. I know. Minuscule wind. <laughs> it was a weak wind. A minuscule. So those are the facts. Those were hilarious facts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, guys, I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. You know, we we talk a lot about our opinions. Like we're constantly giving our opinions on the movies that we love and see. Yeah, we're important. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. So are other people out there in the world. <gasps> no, they're Surprise. not. Surprise. <laughs> and I'd love to hear from someone else, some stranger or someone, uh, what their opinion on these movies are. Ooh. Okay. Well, we have a surprise for all of you. <gasps> the three of us actually went to school in Webster, Missouri. A little bit outside of Webster, Missouri, is a small community theater called the Mayflower Community Players. Ooh, we found the number online, them. so we're gonna give a call. And what part of town in St. Louis is it? What's it's it in Dogtown. Dogtown. Dog so we got dogs. We got theater. We got it all. Hot diggity dog. Let's let's, let's find give the out what a call else? and see if anyone has an opinion about these two movies. Oh, oh, it's ringing. I hope someone picks up. <gasps> well, hi there. Hi. hi. How are you? Oh my God! I am just as happy as a cat's whistle. How are you? Oh, wow! What a what an intro! Hi, I just want to say my name is Michael. I'm here with two other individuals. We're doing a podcast, Hi. and oh, I heard of these podcasts. All the kids are doing them these days. <laughs> yeah, so it's the we cool wanted, thing to do. We we all went to school at Webster, and we wanted to call a local community theater and ask you a question about a few movies. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I would be honored. You know, I love movies. I love the theater. I would be honored to help you sweet, sweet theater kids out with your little palm cast. Amazing. So Can, you do you have a second? information you need from me. You, you, yeah, oh, I'm free. I'm free. i got to get back to rehearsal in about 10 minutes, but I'm free. Right Ooh, now. what are you rehearsing? I am blessed and honored to be putting up the world premiere of a musical jazz pop Production of, well, I, I'm getting flustered talking about it. Oh, that's okay. It's, it's so near and dear to my heart. It's called She Came a Knockin'. Oh, wow. Y'all, y'all would just love it, and I'll get you free. I'll get you industry tickets so <gasps> you can make your way down to Dogtown, but it's about a, a 66-year-old woman who runs her own theater company, and it's her quest to write the world's best musical and, and really hit it big time. So Whoa. That's very close to my heart. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And you wrote this? I well, uh, if if you must know, I did. I did write this myself. Does it does it have to do with possibly your life, or is this just like a, a straight up fiction? Minor, it, you know, it has some minor times in my life. I really didn't think about that when I was writing it, but my assistant uh, Kenny he he helps me with my editing, and he he mentioned that it it has some echoes in my life, but that that really wasn't my intention. That sounds amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. There's two movies that we're talking about today on our podcast. They're both Christopher Guest movies, both improvised movies. Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman. Are you familiar with those two movies? Oh, you know I am. I love Mr. Guest, and I've watched those movies probably about 14 times front to back, both of them. Wow, Mr. Guest, are you on a you're on a uh, last name basis? Last name basis. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I am, you know, I, I try to give the most respect I can to those in the arts who have made it because I try to mirror my life after them. And Mr. Guest, I, I don't feel close enough to call him 
Christopher, and it just doesn't feel right coming out of my mouth. As, as a gal who's raised in the South, you know, I just, I would, I would call him sir if I could. Wow. I mean, so what are your thoughts straight out the Let, gate? Yeah, let's just talk about Waiting for Guffman first. Like, what do you think about that movie? Waiting for Guffman was riveting. It was, the, the movie was a lot of waiting, I found out. And, and so I, I felt as an audience member, a lot of relatability there because I have waited in my life. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Not only, not only for things to arrive or for things to transpire in my life, but I also have waited tables. Wow. And I have waited uh, knee deep in ponds and swamps. So the wow. waiting for me was very relatable. And that was probably my favorite part about waiting for Guffman. Wow. Not even touching the so, whole so theater you, aspect of it. You've You're done just, waiting with a T. It's just the waiting, waiting, waiting for you. The waiting brings you in. No, I think that, that life is theater. Theater is life. And, and we can only just be witness to it. And, and if you, if you're, if you're going through any action in your daily life, you know that that will be reflected in some type of art form at some point. So the theater part of it, of course I loved, but, but it was really the slice of, of life and the, the relatability of waiting, the, wow. the verb, the, the gerund of that verb that really spoke to me. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's so true. A, yeah. Very deep, true. Deep connection to that movie. Let's move on to best in show. What about best in show? Oh my God. Well, first of all, I'm a big fan of dogs. So this one really tickled my pickle. I gotta say. You have a favorite I, dog? I do. I, I'm partial to that poodle. Mm. That, there's that poodle on there, right? Mm, yes. Oh yeah. 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 With the buns. That poodle, it reminded me of a poodle that I saw once in a magazine. And I never quite got to see a poodle in real life. Still haven't, would love to. It's actually <gasps> number three on my bucket list. Wow. What's one and what's, two? <laughs> yeah. What's uh, one and two on the bucket list? Number one is to win an EGOT for my play, She Comes a Knockin'. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah. Ambitious. Well, That's a goal. On that. And what was what's number what's... two? Number two is to own a Prius, a Toyota Prius. Oh, okay. That's oh, that, actually wow. pretty attainable. Yeah, yeah achievable. You could, you could do that. Right, but as as one of my favorite artists, Vincent Van Gogh, said once, he said, "You miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take." And I'm just gonna not be afraid to put my EGOT at the very tippity top of my list. And if I can happen to spot a poodle in real life along the way, God, I would just be so lucky. Wow. Here's the big question two movies we just discussed which one do you think is better oh gosh you know michael yes as much as i hate to compare things in this life uh-huh because i do think everything should have its own right to exist fully as itself i i heard a term called radical acceptance i really love but if i had to pick one uh-huh I would just have to say it's waiting for Guffman. Oh. We've got we've got a national treasure that I like to call Catherine O'Hara. Mm -hmm. Yes, she's someone. If I could, if I could model my life after anyone, it would be the performance of that actress and the voice on her and the way she does her makeup and the way that she dances. Oh, you're getting a little emotional there. Uh, wow! But the way that she presents herself on oh. screen is just so inspirational to me and I think if you guys come to see my debut if she came and knocked in you might see some parallels there um, you know what you put some reserved seating in the front row we'll be there we'll yeah, be there yeah you put some reserved seating we'll be there just like Guffman yeah just wait for us oh y'all consider the whole row taped off oh, that is so so generous um wow thank you so much tell me your name again I, I don't know if I caught it 
Yes, my name is Cliff Horn Burge. Wow. What was that? One more time. Cliff, short for Clisandra, C-L-I-S-S. Horn, as in horn. Burge, as in Burgess, but just Burge. Horn That's a beautiful name. Yeah, beautiful. It's really gorgeous. The three of us at Cinema Smackdown just want to wish you a happy opening on your on your play. And thank you so much for taking our call. Yes, and thank long you. Long live the Mayflower community players. And don't forget, we'll be there. Thank you so much, boys. It, it really was an honor to hop on the phone with you. And it won't take too much of your time. You can just log on to our website, mayflowerplayers.netorg.co, and just kind of... 15 to $30, we run on donation-based. And I know that if you boys live out in Los Angeles, you're probably making a whole lot of cash. So, so, so much. Yeah, we're, we're so sleeping. We do sleep on money, um, and we'll consider it. We did write that down. Yeah, I, I appreciate I appreciate you so much. This really made my day a whole lot brighter just hearing your voices. Wow, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you so much, Cliff. Thank you all, and, and God bless. Wow, yeah, you have a blessed day. God bless. Amen. Bye. Bye. Wow. That was awesome. What a character. Another opinion. Yeah. I don't know if her name what was it? It was it was Cliff 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 Horn Burge. 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 Beautiful. Honestly. Beautiful. Must be a family name. Yeah. Uh, We're gonna have to go down to Missouri and meet her in person. Missouri. Missouri. Yes. And go to that show (laughs) because that she's a special person. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And we got a new opinion. We got a new opinion. Now that we have her opinion, let's share ours. Let's get into it. Let's talk about these movies. Let's talk about them. Movies. Movies. Record it and then put it on Spotify. I loved it. Yeah, you got it. I'm doing it. I'm dying it right now. Can we get a copy of that? I don't know what's wrong with me today, but I can't stop thinking about me talking like Jennifer Coolidge. You You are great. Do the rest of the podcast. Can you do Corky? I want to hear Corky. Um, Thing thing that people don't understand about uh, rehearsing good. play is is that I'm the director. (laughs) And if I'm not the director, then... Who will be? It's kind of like a mix of Jennifer Coolidge and, and, <laughs> and Corky. Corky together. Yeah. It's I real couldn't think of any words with S because that is the real. <laughs> that's that's where he really sits. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Ferris. Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's talk about waiting for Guffman first. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's since let's we're doing an impression it. of Corky. My first dog's name was Corky. Really? really? Yeah. What and kind I, of dog was it? He was uh, he was white. Oh. You wow. don't remember? I was a racist, baby boy. Like, <laughs> I was really young. Well, you know, I was really young, and I know that he shed, Ugh. and his name was Corky. Then that's it. I don't really remember much about him, but that's I do. That's enough. Know. Yeah. I mean, Corky does sound more like a dog than a person. Yeah. It's, it sounds like a small dog, too. Like he a terrier. Was, he was a... God loves terrier. That was... We nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, guys. All right, so yeah, Waiting for Guffman is a perfect movie. It's Both up, of these movies are perfect. Up I, all of our alleys because yeah. we are all theater. We all come from a theater background. We are theater. I think we all love comedy. We all love the theater aspects. Uh-huh. I thought I had seen this movie. Yeah. And then I started it. Ten minutes in, I said, you know what? I've never seen this movie. <laughs> you just heard so many people talk about I it. I feel like I heard people in theater just constantly talking about this movie. Yeah. And it had kind of like a little bit of a negative stigma because I was like, oh, I don't like those people. Yeah, because right. theater people are annoying. Annoying. Yeah, people yeah. so, are like, annoying. Um, but that's the joke of this movie, basically. Is exactly. How annoying theater people can be. Actually These watching people the movie. are probably, like, the actors themselves are probably not as annoying no. as theater people, which is fun. 
fun because no, they're playing yeah. annoying yeah, people. The characters yeah. are ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it was absolute fun just to watch it for the first time, and I laughed out loud so many times. LOL'd. And, and you mentioned this in the fun facts, but just to reiterate, both of these movies are improvised. Yes. It's, it's hard to believe because some of these lines come out so quick, they're so funny, but that's just how genius these actors are. It's they're also just... like, it, it, it's a testament to how well they built these characters. Like, yeah. The characters are built so well in both of these movies that e- even though they're improvising their lines, they know their characters so well. And they know each other. Exactly. Everything is funny and everything that comes out of their mouth makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I read that Christopher Guest asked Fred Willard during the scene where Catherine O'Hara is drunk at the Chinese food restaurant. My favorite What he was going movie. to do because Christopher Guest kept fucking up the takes because he Fred Willard was making him laugh. <laughs> wow. So apparently he finally was like, let me know what you're going to do in this scene because I can't. we can't lose any more time. We're losing time and we have to reset every time. Right. And that, so he told him, I'm going to whip my dick out. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. And they cut right before the dick and comes you, out. You can right. see Eugene Levy's face just kind of like unsure if he's actually going to do it or not. But I think they cut right before. The chemistry of both of those couples in that scene Amazing. is just so good. The, the four people working off of each other. You know, and Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara plays drunk oh. so well. I know. The, the, the hand up and the like her like, no, give me a minute. We're going to have some yeah. little talk. It's so good. <laughs> Like, so so seamless and flawless. It's amazing to watch. I love improv. You love improv. And if you... I also love improv. We all love improv. <laughs> if you don't love improv, then you are you probably have a successful job doing something else. True. Um, <laughs> so, but just, like, watching these people fully... They're all in control, but they all have each other's back. And yeah. it's just... Yeah. It's incredible to watch. So many funny lines. It, just in that scene alone, Catherine O'Hara, like, well, she... He said, why don't you get one of those vagina enlargements? <laughs> <laughs> she talks about how Eugene Levy is like uncut yeah. at one point. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so uncomfortable. Or, or yeah, because he's he's Jewish, so he's circumcised. He's like, and, and then know, he turns to his like? wife and he goes, Man, these egg rolls are really good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he takes a bite. So funny. Um, all of the actors got to create their own audition for the yeah. play and waiting for Guffman. I so love it. for the the play was called Red, White, and Blank. <laughs> Which is such a great title. Yeah, so it tells the, <laughs> Red, the whole pre- yeah, premise is them doing a play about the town of Blaine, Missouri. <laughs> Which, it, I mean, I've never been, but I'm assuming it ain't shit. It also might not be a real I town. I think it's fictional, <laughs> yeah. I didn't, this movie I didn't was check. filmed in Texas. <gasps> Whoa. They lied to us? They filmed At in the Texas? end of the film, I saw thank you um, to... Oh my god, I forgot. It was Austin and Matthew McConaughey. Somewhere else. It started with an H. <laughs> I texted you. I forgot what Houston? it was. Houston? Not Houston. It wasn't Houston. It was Austin like and like Halford or something. Oh, you texted it. It was a uh, Lock Lockhart? I Lockhart don't know. sounds right. Yeah, I don't know Texas, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> um well, we just uh, lost all our Texas people. Oh, God damn it. Uh, uh, Texas is great, you guys. Everything's bigger there. I'm from Texas and huge. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking um, of huge, the egos on these theater people. Yes. Amazing. We've all met people that are exactly like each and every one of these characters. I feel like I've met a thousand Corky oh, directors in my time. <laughs> we're, the moment where Corky <laughs> doesn't come back to rehearsal and Parker Posey and Catherine O'Hara and Fred Willard and uh, Eugene Levy are all outside of his door uh, knocking on it for him to come out. Yeah. And then Parker Posey just goes, God, guys, leave him alone. <laughs> and then just starts, just like, starts run. you can hear just being like, God, everyone's just like being so dramatic. And it's just so funny because she's being so dramatic. Yeah. yeah she's so the most perfect. dramatic. And 
that's like everyone we went to college yes. with. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the scene talking about the egos of these characters, the scene where all the city councilmen uh, and women yes. show up to Corky's apartment and he's just like relishing in them needing that him to yeah. come back. It's, he's not saying anything throughout that entire scene, but you can see on his face that he's loving this. It's just amazing. And there's the, that the one there's that one council member that just loves Corky. You can tell it's like in um, love. Is it this really guy who puts his hands behind his head when he asks for money? Because I was going to I noted I that so. in my mind because it shows every single councilman. They're all looking at him. And then it shows the last one. And he puts his hands it's, up behind it's his head. It's the guy who uh, <laughs> in Best in Show, he's Parker Posey's husband. The, the braces guy. The braces oh, okay, guy. Yeah, he's yeah, one no. of the council members and he's just in that scene you're talking about Tyler he's like you are just so talented you could turn a nickel and turn it into gold Corky yeah. you're just the best like, yeah. he's building him up because and- earlier he goes into the city council and he says I need a hundred thousand dollars and the guy's like we only have fifteen thousand for the entire city's budget including swimming he goes well there's no swimming <laughs> in my show <laughs> And his reaction, the way he storms off, he's like, well, you guys are just bastard men. You're bastard men, and I'm going <laughs> to go home bastard people. and say, Corky, you don't need this. I'm just going to leave. I am getting out of here. Just make a clean break. He says, that I'm going to go bite my pillow. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Oh, my God. Let's talk storming. really quick about that. we got to move on to Best in Show, but let's talk yeah. really quick about the musical itself. Ah, uh, Red, White, and Blaine. Red, White, and Blaine. <laughs> and these beautiful musical numbers that happen. The stool song. The stool song. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a deleted scene of a an entire song called the Bulge River. Oh yeah, Bul- bulging river, bulging or river. Like that. There's which, a, a number of songs that were cut. Oh man, it's, it's very, very also like Shit's Creek. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. bulging I mean, river. Very absolutely. Like, I mean, right. I thought about Shit's Creek just in the fact that they're in like a hodunk town. The and Eugene Levy and Catherine, and, yeah, of course, yes, yeah, <laughs> of right. course, they helped. But like the <laughs> fact that they are in a small town was reminiscent of Shit. Yeah. You know, I could imagine Blaine being very much like Shit's Creek. So I, I mean, I think the show within a show is uh batshit insane but so funny yeah and especially watching quirky walk around playing a straight character who's gonna like marry this <laughs> oh my <woman>. god <laughs> so he is basically he takes over the ingenue part yes but he's a 50 year old man yeah and <laughs> and obviously to, gay and obviously but gay. he's playing like a young i'm gonna marry you sweetie just one kiss <laughs> oh come just on just one kiss <laughs> And then they the the pose at the end of their like broken swan doll with their like feet out, and then and he, he can't do it. <laughs> yeah, she he does it pretty well, it. but then he can't do it. It's oh, just so good. There's so many great parts. There's nothing I enjoy more than watching really good actors pretend to be really bad actors. Yeah, yeah. it's just always so funny to watch. And I think for the three of us, just watching it, like certain scenes, just like the the hubbub 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 hubbub. Yeah, that, the stage whisper that, that was Fred Willard and Catherine extra O'Hara funny, just being theater people. And and there's a moment where uh, Eugene Levy like flubs a line, and you see Fred Willard's he face. Shoots him, you know. And he just looks at Eugene Levy. I wish you could see it, but this is only audio. And he's like, as we visit, as I mean, as you visit our fair town. And Fred just Willard like, just gives him a look like so unprofessional, stupid, just disgruntled. Meanwhile, face, Fred like... Willard is like throwing his own lines in there. Like, I guess I need a new travel agent. <laughs> He, what he he says? If you forget a line, just uh, make one up, and it could be from any show, <laughs> yeah, he whatever that show. Thing. Yeah, that's what I always do. Just throw a line in <laughs> just there. Just throw a line it in there. It could be from something else. <laughs> and Fred the, Willard. 
at, he's amazing. At the very amazing. end, when they're extras, Fred Willard and Catherine O'Hara, he's trying to throw lines into a photo shoot. It's a photo for Justin's shoot. boots. <laughs> for Justin's boots. <laughs> and it's just still pictures, and he's trying to get some dialogue so, in there. Fred so Willard, funny. honestly, is probably my favorite part about both of these movies, both yeah. to be honest. Yeah. yeah. And I think we'll use Fred Willard as a transition into to Best in Show, yeah. shall we? He yeah, plays the announcer in I mean, Best in Show. He's the best in that show. He is the best in show. <laughs> honestly, when he talks about the dogs, and now knowing that he was in like was directed to not know anything about dogs yeah that's so funny amazing <laughs> it's just so, all the dumb He's questions. Like, wow wow look at that guy my favorite question <laughs> oh. he asks. oh she's really going up in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> when he's like now the, the miniature schnauzer it, how do they make it miniature is there like a, a process where they miniaturize it yeah. you'd think that they would want to breed them bigger like a cantaloupe or a grapefruit <laughs> you, <laughs> just so and, good <laughs> and with best in show it's the same structure as waiting for Guffman, you have a bunch of interviews in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then you have this event that happens. Yeah, um, the event, of course, in Best in Show being the dog show, the dog show, the and Mayflower. They pretty much put on a real dog show. Those judges are real dog show judges. Mm-hmm. All the other handlers that aren't the cast members we know are real dog yeah. handlers that do dog shows. Yeah, show. they wanted to film at a real dog show, but couldn't get the permits to do it. Yeah, so they had to create their they own created fake their dog own. show, the, but they the used Mayflower. all real people. But it's essentially <laughs> yeah. Westminster. It's like yeah. the biggest one of of the year. Right, right. I was even reading that Fred Willard's character is based uh, back in the day. They used to have this like old baseball retiree guy who knew nothing about dog shows. He was like a co-host, and he used to ask dumb questions to oh very similar God. effect. So That's Fred amazing. Willard took it and ran with it. Yeah, the two, the two of them, the dynamic that happens, just it's polar opposites, and it's yeah. so smart to put them next to each other. Just so, so funny. So we get to meet all of the contestants of the dog show in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And we've got, I mean, I think... For me, Parker Posey and what is his name? Michael Hitchcock. Michael Hitchcock. They are the most infuriating oh characters in the world. But like such looking at it from an actor perspective, so fun to play. Oh, so yeah. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Parker Posey got braces for this role. Yeah. That's wild. Um, they met at Starbucks, but not <laughs> different Starbucks, but different Starbucks, Starbucks across the street. And then you ended up at the other Starbucks <laughs> yeah. and I was at I the, other, the one. other Starbucks. And then what, what does he say? He's like, I ordered a, an espresso or something. And then they, they, they like, like, yeah, I, got I, more I thought that was, that was so sexy that you ordered that. Yeah. And then a year later, you're doing a flat white mocha and now we did tea and now we're back. Uh, to caramel macchiato. Caramel macchiato. Yeah. <laughs> and they're obsessed with J crew catalog. Yes. Uh-huh. The, the point where he goes up to Christopher Guest character. And he just grabs his jacket. He's like, is that L.L. Bean? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. Christopher Guest is so good in both these movies, too. He yes. really transforms. Yes. Yeah, he does. Because Christopher Guest in Best in Show has always been my favorite character. Yeah. The uh, blood ventriloquist. Man. Yeah. And I, and I do love the those be, uh, Basset Hound. Basset Hound? I think it's a blood be- hound. I think it's a blood it's hound. It's some kind of hound. Basset blood hounds hound. are small. Hound dog. Little I love hound that. Dog. Little I've hound always been dog. a family hound dog. His ventriloquism, I know it's like it's good. supposed to be bad, but he's actually pretty good at ventriloquism. Yeah. Like he's, his mouth is like, ha, and his down. his accents are are spot on in both of these movies. Mm-hmm. It's except for when he's supposed to have a bad accent when in Waiting for, in Guffman, Waiting for Guffman, he's like, I think I got the Cockney down a little bit. It's like they drop their H's. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I think I pretty much got it. <laughs> 
And uh, in this movie, we had Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, gosh. And Jane Lynch. Uh, Jane Lynch. One of her first mm-hmm. movies. You have a like budding lesbian relationship. So good. Um, we could, my favorite line has always been, we could talk or not talk for hours. <laughs> I love and that. And still find things to not talk about. <laughs> that scene with her husband where it's just this yeah. old, old man. We have a lot in common. We both like soup. <laughs> yeah. No, he's just a, a great old, old man, man who doesn't know where he is. Or yes. Never speaks. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's actually just a 47-year-old man that yeah. looks really old. He's he most likely no longer with He was born no in 2001, guys. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The movie came out in 2000. <laughs> yeah. He's Benjamin Button. Um who else? What I mean, else Catherine about O'Hara. Catherine I want to talk about I mean, her physical comedy in Best in Show with that ankle when she twists her ankle. What did and, I? What did I trip on? <laughs> and then that <laughs> walk that she does is so good, and she's doing it in heels. Hilarious! And it's a wonder she doesn't actually twist an ankle doing it. Like it's just it's wild. It's that it's, whole relationship with the um, man, and she's just like this person in, in the past had sex with so many. Men yes, <laughs> yeah. That keep coming up in her life and blatantly hitting on her, Cookie? Or making out with her. Cookie, yes. Cookie is. Is that like, you? I banged a lot of waitresses in my time, <laughs> but you, you are the best. She's like, you right don't in front of the Eugene. Best. <laughs> He's like, whoa, it's a little hot in here, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's so good. And Eugene Levy's just there, like always. Uh, I'm, I'm here. Even at the end of the movie, when yeah, they're recording he's something, just hitting his head on the microphone. Hey, Cookie, do you remember this? I'm not wearing underwear. And she's like, Bulge? <laughs> bulge. Oh my God, it's you, Bulge. <laughs> Who, funny, is, uh, play, that man plays a character in Almost Heroes, which is another Christopher Guest. Oh, wow. Movie. He loves working with the same people. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. If you like someone, work with them. They're hilarious. They're funny. People. Hey, Christopher. I mean, even <laughs> one of the additions in Best in Show, Michael McKeon, is still an honorary member of this. I want to talk about He was in Spinal Tap. That you know. couple. Their chemistry, the gay couple, yeah, is something just to behold. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. I think just we have a room with two queens. What are you insinuating, (laughs) sir? (laughs) He's so good, so good. John John Michael, and he could get it back in the day. Oh yeah, sexy man, good looking man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Each couple in Best in Show, it's just like powerhouse after powerhouse. Yeah, they're all so funny together. Yeah, some great pairings. Yeah. I mean, just obviously Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara is a, an iconic duo. Yeah. You know, Man, can you can you imagine like working with someone f- like for 45 years? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're like, you know, they're they're like c- comedic husband and wife. Yeah. They're not actually married, but they are basically a married comedy duo. Never you know, any drama like, between them that I know of. Mm-hmm, I, they've always mm-hmm. like been best friends. It's, She's it's probably great. like godmother to to Dan oh, Levy. Sure. And, and, How yeah. old do you think Eugene Levy is in uh, either of these movies? They came out uh, one one best in show is nineteen ninety seven, right? Or is two thousand two thousand? Waiting for Guffman's nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, something like that. And I don't know, mid forties, I'd say maybe thirty eight. It's hard to tell. I feel like Eugene Levy has always looked like a forty year old. Yeah, well, I even was, now. the only reason I was asking is because <laughs> last night or two nights ago, whenever I watched this movie, I was like, I wonder if Eugene Levy is the same age as his son is right now. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Probably Probably for waiting for Guffman. Because he looks old still because of the quality of, like, the camera and just the style. And people smoked and drank more. He has aged well, though. I mean, yeah. As, as like, an older man, he he, he can get it, man. Okay. 
<laughs> no, I know what you mean. Though. You're a, I didn't know you wanted to fuck Eugene I'm Levy. Not, I'm not I, saying. I see what you're saying though. He yeah. has he has glowed up a little yeah. bit. Like yeah. his hair is a little bit fancier yeah, he's, he's, now. He's a good looking well, man. Yeah, he's got nicer glasses. Let's get Tyler hooked up with Eugene Levy. <laughs> Eugene, I mean, if you're there, he's got a wife and a kid. Dan, married, Dan right. Levy, if if you're listening, Tyler wants not to fuck Dan. your fuck dad. Your dad. <laughs> just Eugene. You don't have to watch. Just like set it up. But you can if you want. If you want, you have to pay extra. But yeah, as you were saying, the the pairings here. I mean, the lesbian couple too, Jane oh Lynch God, and so Jennifer funny. Coolidge. Just, I mean, their like chemistry or sort of like lack of chemistry. Like they're never there, quite on the same page. Yeah, there's two. not, there's not like it's a great. There's not a chemistry between them. Like there is the the gay couple, the gay men couple. Yeah, but yeah, it's just funny. Like that there's like when they go on that talk show and Jennifer Coolidge is like dead silent the whole time until she just throws in like. Oh yeah, that's for their flippers. It's for their flippers. <laughs> and then Jane, Lynch, you could tell that's an improvised moment because Jane Lynch just goes, "Yeah, it's great." It comes out of left field. I love that. The editing that's is so great because it, it, yes. it always cuts right after a great punchline. It just cuts to the next scene. It's just like great comedic. Yeah, editing. which would be it's like well the dream. I mean, yeah, yeah, it would be a nightmare to edit through all of that footage, but you have the ability to make any movie you want when you're improvising a movie because yeah. you can cut things together and create storylines from, you know. And again, if you have that basic formula of we're going to introduce the characters, have them do a little bit, and then we're going to have that ending. Yeah. Like you can, the possibilities are endless with whatever you're improvising. I mean, I want to watch all 60 hours of footage for these movies. I know like, there should be a, you know, 25 year edition of Best in Show with where they release all that. Just a footage. steel book from Best Buy. A steel book. A steel book. Yeah, you mean you, Green Book? No, you've never. You don't know what a steel book, book is. Stolen a book from Best Buy. Oh my! I don't god. know what the hell Get you're with talking about. Get with the times, about. guys. It's from Best Buy. Why would like... you steal a book? No, you're not. Tyler, it's steel. You can like Google a... PDF of any book and find it online for free. <laughs> And it's E E, not when you say e get with the times referring to Best Buy, do you mean two thousand three? Right. Yeah. Those the times? Yeah. <laughs> Time when we could like you go know, and buy a CD. Now that Blu-rays are relevant, you can buy steel books of Blu-rays. I don't know what are the you hell talking you're talking about. Are you talking about an elephant named Blu-ray? I can't with, with you. With a Bluetooth? What <laughs> I are you quit. talking about? <laughs> yeah, this is getting out of control. <laughs> we are in the years of these movies and this technology didn't exist back then, so you know shut DVDs. Up. You mean VHS? No, I mean eight tracks. <laughs> you mean uh, my dinner with Andre? You guys are reversing in time <laughs> at a rapid pace, and I need you to get back into 2022. Oh, is that the 2022? year? 2022. Here, I on the count of three, you're back in 2022. One, two, three. Oh my God, I miss the 90s. Yeah, look at the gas prices. <laughs> Holy shit, uh, the world is falling apart. Take me back, take me back. But anyway, we're talking about really funny movies here. We're not going to talk about the end of the world that we're in right now. <laughs> Let's talk about the. Uh, end of our opinions here we, we gotta make a decision that was a transition a smooth one and i didn't say that i said it was a transition I, said it. I i will stand up and say my transition was smooth now that wow. we talked oh, about it's okay it. sit down no he oh, oh kick the chair kick the chair over whoa take that um yeah so so what do we think of what what movie do I mean, we like better it's so hard it think, is hard honestly this is and i am saying this with all sincerity 
Sophie's Choice. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I just bastard. learned what Sophie's Choice meant for real, so now I'm using it as a joke because I don't know why all these people have been saying Sophie's Choice like that all the time when really it was the choice between child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is equally difficult. I would rather murder my own child. Seriously, I don't have than any decide kids. between these movies, right? Yeah. But if I, I did, I don't know about that guy. Well, that's because you actually have a child. <laughs> I don't, so I can hypothetically say I'd murder my. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> me too. Um. Yeah, the, these movies are just so funny. Both of them are so funny and so much fun, and you feel good at the end of both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is it is hard. I really keep going back and forth. I don't know. I Waiting for Guffman gives me the, um, you know, theater kid l- giggles yeah. and the, like, something that I can relate to as far as, like, performing a show. Best in Show gives me, I mean, you, you know, can relate to dogs, too. I, can re- I love dogs. <laughs> I've never performed or competed. Performed or competed. <laughs> yeah, you haven't competed in a dog show. As a dog. I know. They won't, as a accept, dog. they won't accept my application. <laughs> Someone just has you on a yeah. leash. You're on all fours. You just really I'm want just wearing one treats. of those leather puppy masks. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> Um, you're just you're all the impressions Jennifer (laughs) Coolidge a dog yeah you can do it all (laughs) damn we got a regular Pablo Francisco oh what a topical reference look look for a steel book we're back in 2003 again (laughs) um yeah so what are we thinking uh you know uh, should I go first yeah I think I I have go for it go for it okay so basically, looking at both these movies, I had never seen Waiting for Guffman. I've seen Best in Show a million times. It's mm. my wife's favorite movie. It's one of my favorite movies. My um, wife. My wife's <laughs> favorite movie. That's 2006. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Very nice. Enough. That's enough. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> God, no, we're going backwards again. This is okay. taking one million <laughs> years. Okay. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, the ensemble in in Best in Show, I feel, is a little bit better and more cohesive. I think you're at you have these additions of Jane Lynch, Jennifer Coolidge, Michael McLean, that other guy. <laughs> I can never remember I, his name. Uh, John Michael Higgins. That's right, John Michael Hig- Higgins. Thank I you. I have it somewhere. Yeah. Um, or maybe Michael John Higgins. Sure. Yeah, he he's listening, so he, he'll, Higgins. He'll call us and tell us. John Michael Higgins. Oh, I, okay. got, I got it right. Yeah. Um, just those additions, I think maybe puts best in show over the edge for me. Yeah, I see that. You got <sighs> yeah. your core cast and then some extra Yeah, extra they're goodies. just such funny people that mm. and and the pairings are just so good. Michael? I mean, I agree. I fucking love Best in Show and it has been my favorite movie. It's been on my favorite movie list my whole life since I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um so yeah, it's on it's on my favorite movie list. However, I've only seen Waiting for Guffman one time and watching the second time, I mean, I had so much fun and I am like I can't believe that I haven't watched this movie more. So, fuck, I don't know. What's your decision? <laughs> I don't know. You gotta I'm pull scared. the trigger. Okay, okay. I you. have to choose one of these movies, and I just want Christopher Guest to listen to this very closely. He's not. I <laughs> he, he love both of these movies. I am going to choose Waiting for Guffman, and that is a really fucking crazy thing to say because Best in Show has always been my favorite. But, I mean, but the theater the, kid in us. The theater we, kid in yeah. me really loved yeah. the the whole theater of it all. I and it's Parker fr- Posey. It's and it was amazing, so I'm going. I get it. I I'm totally going, get it. I'm going waiting for Which Guffman. means I get to be the tiebreaker. Ooh. Before I say which one, I just have to throw one fact that I looked up. I, I just want to throw this in here while we still have time. 
Christopher Guest, do you know who he's married to? Who? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. <gasps> I went on his Wikipedia. From the Halloween franchise? From the Halloween. From and the yogurt commercial? <laughs> Activia. Activia. <laughs> All right. So anyway, now that we got that out there, the legendary Mr. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man, this is tough. Yeah, here's, how's it feel to be in the Here's hot what seat. I think. I agree with both of y'all's opinions. Yeah. I do agree that the additions of the cast with Best in Show is a welcome addition. I'm going to go with Best in Show, and here's Whoa. why. Here's why. I think it just slightly has the edge because of those extra cast members and the dogs. The way they play off the dogs, it shows that they can... Like, not only play off each other or, like, a straight man is seen, but when the dog gives them something, like, the dog will lick their face or do something. And the way they just, you know, improv off of that yeah. mm-hmm. is really impressive. And let's say you aren't such a comedy fan and you don't like the jokes, like you're a crazy person, at least you got some cute dogs to look at, you know? Yeah. There's just always something interesting to watch. The best in show is a little bit more universal than Waiting for Guffman. Right. Like Waiting for Guffman's more niche. Yeah, like, not everyone knows crazy theater people, but almost everyone knows crazy dog people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's true. So I'm, it's not, bit... I'm not disappointed with your... Uh, with your choice, yeah, I'm not disappointed with my choice. I <laughs> am disappointed that I had to make a choice. I mean, yeah. I wish they I could both advance. Also, but what- also, I, before you're also, yeah, 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 I yeah. want to say that um, our friend in Dogtown, Missouri, also chose Waiting yes. for Guffman. So, tech. I know this is our podcast, so yeah. it's just the three of us that really matter. But it did tie yeah on yeah. this episode which which is perfect and, i think and, if any episode ties it would be this episode and just one more point that i think helps uh, best in show is the book ends of the opening scene and last scene of both parker posey and her husband in therapy yeah it's a nice little like we open with the conflict of the therapy <laughs> and then everything's resolved because they got rid of that toxic negative dog that was yes. driving all that door. dog's fault <laughs> anyway well that's it guys at Cinema Smackdown Pod, we're just three guys talking about movies that we've seen, but we're also on social media, along with all those cute dogs and drama queens. We might not be waiting for Guffman, but we are waiting for you to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Cinema Smackdown Pod. Whether you think we're best in show, worst in show, or somewhere in between, get involved in the discussion at Cinema Smackdown Pod. Well, guys, best in show one. Yes. It's moving on to the bracket. What's next happening week, next week? Next week, we're going to get into some football movies. Whoa. Foosball. Foosball. And I'm not talking about like soccer. I'm talking about yeah. you know, American football. We're Americans. Good God old American it. football. So what are these movies? So we got Varsity Blues <gasps> versus Friday Night Lights. Wow, internalized homophobia. <laughs> this job, probably a lot of this. I haven't seen either of these I movies. haven't seen either of them either. I've but. seen Varsity Blues. I've never seen Friday Night Lights. They're very of their time. Um, oh, boy. So be prepared. Prepare to cancel these movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, till next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Greg. And I'm Michael. Bye. Bye. Terrier, yes, he does. God loves a terrier. That's because small, sturdy, bright, and true. They give their love to you. God didn't miss a stitch. Be it dog or be it bitch. 
When he made the Norwich merrier with its cute little derriere. Yes, God loves a terrier.